<clears throat> um, hey, hey there. Uh, I'm here for the, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm supposed to talk into the, yeah, 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 the, the glowing rock thing. Any idea what this is even for? Posterity? Yeah, okay. Right. Um, whatever. Let's just get this over with. Um, so, from the beginning, yeah? Okay. <clears throat> My name is Davril. Uh, a little bit easier and easily known more by uh, Davril. Uh, I am the illegitimate son of Jonathan Percival. He always delighted in telling me about how having met my mother was the biggest mistake of his life, about how she had seduced him with her elven ways and forced herself upon him, uh, and then forced him to look after me. I've never met her. Couldn't tell you what she's really like. But, uh, I assume he's telling you the truth about her being an elf because of these semi-pointy ears of mine. Anyways, <clears throat> after a few years with my father, he decided that I was too much of a burden on his reputation. So, he decided to get rid of me. He disowned me and dropped me off at the nearest orphanage. I was actually happy with the situation. I didn't have to be constantly reminded of how I was the one thing wrong with my father's life anymore. I made friends and learned many things from the nuns who came to teach and help around the orphanage. <laughs> Believe it or not, <clears throat> being a half-elf in a human city is not exactly easy growing up. And that meant I had a few bullies. They would often pick on my friends and I. I did my best to protect us, but I just wasn't strong enough. I was untrained. I had no idea how to even take a hit. I was a wimp. Then one day, Meredith, one of the nuns, witnessed the constant bullying. She saw that I was taking the most of the beatings because I didn't want them to hurt my friends. She took me under her wing and taught me how to defend myself. Meredith was an ex-soldier in the King's Army. She had fought alongside her comrades in two wars and protected the innocents within the city walls for years. She experienced so much death and destruction in her time that she couldn't take it anymore. And so she required, and so she retired to the quiet life of a nun. When I grew old enough, I left the orphanage to join the army. Meredith protested, but she understood. Besides, with as peaceful as things had been, I was just going to be a city guard, but I'd be able to protect people, just like she did. Of course, no one knew about the darkness that was to come. An undead army attacked the city, and it was the army's job to stop it. 
Usually we'd have reinforcements from the north. But this attack was a complete surprise. They had come out of nowhere. A thick fog covered the battlefield, and the undead used it to conceal themselves. I did the only thing I could think of at the time. I picked up my sword and shield and ran in to fight. I couldn't let them hurt my new family. After so long, though, it became clear that this was a losing battle. Undead would rise up out of the fog, grab one of our men, and drag them into the fog screaming, only for them to rise back up as a member of their army a few minutes later. Our numbers shrank, while theirs grew. We began losing hope. <laughs> yeah. Even me. But then, there was a rallying cry. <laughs> my teacher. <laughs> my master. Meredith strode out onto the battlefield, clad in full plate armor, wielding a mighty hammer, her hair glowing bright in the moonlight. She roared with all the strength and anger she had, and the undead army shrieked in fear. <laughs> the undead were afraid of her. It was incredible. <laughs> Many of them just gave up right then and there, returning to the death. <laughs> Others fled from the field. Half of the army had been defeated. This gave our army the rally it needed to get back on its feet and continue the fight. I thought that we'd seen the worst of it. I thought that we'd been subjected to the worst horrors imaginable. I was wrong. I heard an ear-piercing shriek, and then screaming that grew louder and louder. And then I saw a dark, blood-soaked claw rake right through Reginald to my right, blood spraying from his chest, armor torn into shreds. He bowed over, then rose again as a member of the undead. This part had become some commonplace by now, that the undead soldier didn't even worry me. But the tall, dark figure before me, dripping in blood, he made mine turn cold. He spoke some language I couldn't even understand, and then struck me with the backside of his hand, sent me soaring through the air. I think if I, if I hadn't had my shield raised, that strike alone would have knocked my head off. This specter tore through the army. None could stand against him. None but her. When she reached him, she took him by surprise, 
with a hammer blow to the side of his face. Even this, though, was not enough. A burst of dark energy knocked her off her feet and held her down. I don't know why I did it. My, uh, my legs, they just started moving on their own. I ran right up to the dark figure, and I slammed my shield into him, pushing him away. I was shaking with fear. But it didn't matter. I wouldn't let him harm her. He would have to kill me first. And so he tried. As his claw raked right through my armor, shield torn asunder, all in one strike. I'd been left completely defenseless with one attack. And that was the end. Until, of course, Meredith got back up, muttering something under her breath, holding the amulet of Iomade in her one hand, her hammer in the other. It was glowing brighter than even her hair at that moment. She raised it up above her head, shouted as loud as she could, and as the figure turned to see her, she brought the hammer down upon its head. <laughs> it crumbled before her mighty blow. Nothing left except for shattered bones, dust, and a black cloth. With that creature gone, we easily mopped up the rest of the undead. They seemed to lose the drive. We'd saved the people and protected our city. There were many casualties. We buried the soldiers after Meredith performed some divine rites over their bodies and cleansed their souls of the undead corruption. After that, Meredith revealed that while she was serving in the army, she had been serving as a holy knight, a paladin. And she decided to teach me the ways of a paladin, a defender of justice and smiter of evil. She taught me the ways of her god, Iomade, a defender amongst the gods, our protector. But I couldn't help but wonder how such a mighty god could allow such a horrible thing to happen to our city. What, what had we done to deserve this sort of thing? But... Meredith told me that there was something special about this army that it attacked. Something concealed them magically. Perhaps even Iomade simply couldn't see them. I guess I'll just have to live with that explanation. For now. As my training progressed, Meredith explained to me that the figure we'd fought in the battle had been a lich. Apparently, these things are 
immensely powerful and dead. We're lucky to have made it out of that battle alive. Even so, I did some research on my own and found that liches have something called a phylactery. Basically a stone or a gem or really just about anything they want. It holds their soul within it. And until that is destroyed, the lich can be remade. And it will just keep coming back, time and time again. The horror that we faced on the battlefield, it wasn't over with. Not by a long shot. I completed my training with Meredith and started traveling, earning coin here and there to send back home to the army to help rebuild the city walls and to help those families that were affected by the undead attack. To help my brothers and sisters in arms. All the while, looking for a way to destroy a lich. <clears throat> but that is why I took up the contract to help my old friend Gundren Rockseeker. He promised some gold to the army if I helped him. And, believe it or not, that's when I met the rest of the carps. <laughs>